Hello, I'm Leslie Dudley Corbell, and I'm Diane Doucette Matthews. Welcome to The Mind of a Child. We're so glad you've joined us for today's conversation. So let's settle in, grab a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, take a deep breath with me, and let's get started. Yes. Well, today we have a special treat, and I'm privileged to call her my friend, Dr. Jenny Lawson, (laughs) and she's going to tell us a little bit about her educational background, but just what she does now is just a passion of hers. So, Jenny, Mm -hmm. just get us started with that. Yeah. Well, we all have a story, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I'm especially excited to just tell my story because it's a really fun time to be in life. We have the ability to look back, yeah. God's hand in our lives and how he's guided and how he has sent us on our journey. So now we're on a journey of being grandparents, and I'm just so excited to be able to share together the challenges as well as the joys of moving into this new role in our lives and, and what it looks like. Uh, my background is in education. I have my doctorate in educational leadership as well as curriculum and instruction. I served in public schools as a teacher for many years and then moved into a principal role, and I served as in administration for many years also. When I retired from that uh, public education role, I opened my own business in the private sector as an academic support coach for entering college students. So especially meant for freshmen, but sometimes I get other years in college too. <laughs> we just work together and walk, walk the walk together for the 16 weeks in a semester and hopefully have a positive outcome outcome at the end of that time. So I really enjoy working with young adults. That's just what God has done to our life is we've always had that audience in front of us, Terry and I have, and and we just thoroughly enjoy being able to be a part of that. Uh, I met Terry in college. What can I say? It was the 70s. You find the love of your life and your soulmate and you just get married. And so we finished (laughs) college together and, uh, and we joined a mission team of five families and decided that was something we wanted out of life was to have the experience of being a missionary in a foreign field. We moved to Brazil and stayed there for five years where our two children were born. And so uh, had a lot of amazing experiences there, uh, difficulties there, just how how life is a mix of that so much. And uh, we returned and finished our graduate work. And my husband's a pediatric psychologist, so kind of in like fields and that we work a lot with uh, individuals with disabilities, learning disabilities especially is, is my niche. And so uh, we are incredibly blessed by six grandchildren. Mm. So we have our two kids live locally. uh, And so that's the other joy. We get to watch our grandkids grow up and and we just enjoy that. Again, it poses its difficulties and relationships. I just don't think we're being transparent if we don't say that, all of us. And it's a journey that we are on and we feel that way as we all continue to change over time. So I have grandchildren, three boys, three girls, from ages four up to 13. So we have Mm. our first teenager, which has also (laughs) been a new experience. (laughs) So I'm happy to be here. And thank you, Diane. I Uh, I treasure our friendship. Diane's been to Brazil with me. And so those are two loves of my life, Diane and Brazil. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I loved our time in Brazil. It was amazing for me. And I just enjoyed it so much. Leslie, why don't you read our question for today? And this is why we brought Jenny on to answer a question about grandparenting. Yeah, we had a number of people write in with this question, especially with the holidays coming up. Mm -hmm. Now, what is the role of a grandparent 
how should you respond, not react, when a grandparent disciplines your child in front of you? Hmm. That was the specific question. Right, Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Well, and I appreciate so much just being able to, in our time together today, to just apply a a broad brush to the challenges of being a grandparent. And certainly, discipline is one of them. And I will be glad to uh, offer comment on that and, and speak from experiences that we have had with our grandchildren as well as the parents of our grandchildren. We are all in a growth mindset. And I think that's one positive piece that assists the ease of grandparenting and interaction with all of these relationships is we're all growing and learning and reshaping ourselves. To have the mindset of I've arrived and I'm the best, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just am not making mistakes, is not one that contributes towards our overarching goal as individuals, and that is to establish long-term healthy relationships in our lives, and especially with the people that are the closest to us, our Mm. children and Mm. our parents, as well as our grandchildren. And so as we grow and mature, we learn from day to day. The lessons that I learned with my first grandchild that was born were constant. (laughs) I I would go home from babysitting that day feeling like a failure. I would go home from uh, something happened that that was outside of how the parents wanted me to do it, whether it was I I laid a pillow in the wrong place beside their head. (laughs) Again, I'm just saying there's so many variables that go. We must be in a growth mindset that Mm. includes a ton of prayer as we all change over time. So I think that's one of the challenges is that just take a look at what all's involved. We have however many grandchildren you have, all at different ages, so they're changing and maturing. And then you have your children and your in-laws that are with your children, and of course we love them too and want to be inclusive with them. They are all changing over time. They're becoming 35. They're becoming 40. What you know, changes are occurring within us, and then we do the grandparents and the changes that are occurring within us. And the changes that are occurring in the culture or even the pediatric recommendations for you talked about the pillow. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, when Mm -hmm. we were younger or Mm -hmm. our kids were younger, you laid them on their stomach. Mm -hmm. Now you lay them on the back. I mean, all these things are changing. Okay, let's just back up for a minute. Let's start with what's the purpose of grandparenting? Mm -hmm. Well, Terry and I's perspective on this is it's a divine appointment. Mm. And it does it's not separating us from people who are not grandparents. It's just that is what God has appointed for us to do and be. And with it comes its growth that we must address. So I I wrote down a few notes here that, you know, the overarching goal, keeping Mm -hmm. it in front of us by dealing with what happened, what is it that I could say or do? And it might be nothing. It might be say nothing Mm -hmm. that would contribute towards the long-term overarching goal of a healthy relationship. Would it add to that healthy relationship piece if I said nothing? How can I say nothing? You can. And so I think Mm -hmm. that's one absolute point that I would bring up is Terry and I both say to each other, you know, at the end of the day, no commenting, 
is a strong tool because they are in prayer too over their parenting Mm. and to receive criticism from others who are involved in this only adds to their angst. And Mm. so even though Terry and I could disagree with what we see or what the actions that are being taken place, it's just what Terry and I have have adopted a little phrase, that's not our cup of tea, (laughs) but we don't say that out loud. We we learn to no comment, even Mm -hmm. though it's surging up in our throat and mind. And so I think that's a very, very valuable tool because one of the things we're talking about here is communication. I think that's that's something that we need to keep in front of us as a growing family. And remember, there's 12 growing together. There's two grandparents, there's four adults, and there's six children. And so we're all growing together. And how can we communicate what our desire is or what our expectations are in mm. a mature way. So so one of the things like I, I've had brought up with me is harm to self, harm to others, or harm to things around them. So that goes down to our house sometimes. You know, if the kids are going to be in our house, they're not going to jump over the back of the couch. They're not going to jump in down, up and down in the recliner. You know, there's just some standards, Mm. and we communicate that with the kids. Now, that's the other thing, the atmosphere of communication. Are we calm? Are we not tired? Are we not hungry? Just a time that we are all contributing in a healthy way that we can talk about the things that are our standards and our expectations and that we're receptive of that. Mm -hmm. And so the parents of the grands are receptive to what the grandparents are saying and the grandparents are receptive of what the young adults are saying. And I will say, remember as grandparents, we have lived longer and therefore are more mature and we can process with grace a little more self-control to not exacerbate a situation. And so sometimes (laughs) sometimes I just say, you know what, I'm just learning more and more. There's a lot of times that we've just got to take the hit here. We've just got to let that happen. We didn't like what happened with that, but we feel like the best step to do is just to turn the page. Of course, that's not always. There are some times when we have to address it. And again, we try to have a Mm -hmm. a great environment where we can sit down and have a positive conversation about whatever it is. There's a lot of wisdom in that. Absolutely. And one thing I hear you saying, first of all, is to communicate what the expectations are assertively, Mm -hmm. calmly, and communicate it Mm -hmm. just so everyone knows. And another thing I hear you saying is that sometimes not commenting Mm-hmm. is a wise choice. And mm-hmm. that really does go to both, would you say, the grandparent mm-hmm. and the parent group? Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. say the grandparent has disciplined the child in front of the parent. Is it often a good idea to just not comment as the parent mm-hmm. in that moment mm-hmm. in the hopes of the relation mm-hmm. for the health of the relationship? Mm-hmm. Well, and again, back to your word, and mm-hmm. I mean, you know, response rather than react. Yeah. And we also want to model that in front of the grandkids. Do we want to model that, you know, have a, reactionary moment mm-hmm. with the grandparent while the grandchild is watching and that kind of thing. So waiting, 
usually brings on more health contributors. When we've had time to think, we've had time to pray, and then we come together at a time that is appropriate for good conversation mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. And, and has those elements in it. I, you know, one of the things I just want to, I just put these bullets down as, you know, Terry and I have grown over these 13 years as, as grandparents that we just see our roles being very much of supportive and what is the action I would take as a supportive grandparent? Being present, interacting, flexibility, self-control, mm. more listening than commenting. Mm. And I'm just going to add and also a comment to that is, is the situation just very short term and it's not worth perseverating on? Should we just go past that? Somebody spilt the glass of milk. That that's a one moment occurrence. That you know, it's just not worthy of more comments. We sh- I told them I should have. I told them we have just so tried not to use those three words in our grandparenting. Doesn't always happen, but again, we try. And and again, flexibility on all people's parts. And one of the things that Terry and I have appreciated from the parents in our family is that they, before their kids come to our house for babysitting, they sit down with their kids and they remind them of the points. We need to be good listeners. We need to be pay attention to not do the things that Grammy and Papa don't want us to do at the house mm-hmm. like, and they list them for the kids. So for the children to be preemptively talked mm-hmm. to before coming into that situation, maybe we're all 12 or together or whatever it is, our babysitting situation is also very helpful for parents mm-hmm. to do with their kids. Mm-hmm. Often we wonder why our children do something, but then we realize, well, we never actually told them what the expectations were. So I think that's a wonderful thing to remember and mm-hmm. very helpful mm-hmm. to help children be successful mm-hmm. in that moment. Mm-hmm. I think you'd just bring up grace. So our children have offered us much grace, you know, and not commenting also to us mm-hmm. or in just saying, could we talk about this? And it could be at a later time. And our answer is always absolutely, you know, and, and appreciative yeah. that they're coming to us. That takes a lot of humility. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, when someone comes to you with maybe a request that Mm-hmm. They would like things to be done differently. And so mm-hmm. I think it's important for both parts, the grandparents mm-hmm. and the parents, mm-hmm. to be willing. Mm-hmm. You mentioned a growth mindset mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we're not perfect, and it's really a Christian mindset. Mm-hmm. We know we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. And I've heard grandparents say, well, I raised my kids just fine. Look how they turned out. I don't know why I need to do it differently. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. that's not a very, it doesn't have the humility exactly. that I think that we need to have going into these relationships for exactly. them to be healthy. Or I know better. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's such a prideful way of looking at things. My way is the better way. Mm -hmm. Instead of what you've said, Mm -hmm. be open to learn. Yeah, right. Exactly. Listen to what they have to say. You know, one variable that we must recognize as individuals is that our children as parents and grandkids are continuing to live through the internet age. And so Mm. there's so much more information out there. I need to rethink how I did it. I need to rethink how my mother did it. Maybe it has become more knowledge to us that there's a different way of doing it that indeed is better than how I did it as a parent or how my mother did it as a a grandparent. That's great. So I think, again, just that open-mindedness of, you know, there is more knowledge being shared now and being willing to 
try something different or, again, accept their thinking even though that's, whoa, that's not at all like I did it. Mm-hmm. It can be still acceptable and appropriate. Mm-hmm. And being willing to being open to that conversation. I just think there's so much joy in that moment where you come together. You have, as you mentioned, having that mutual goal of a long, healthy long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. And so being able mm-hmm. to come to someone, have that conversation with them, yeah, very healthy and joyful. Oh, my goodness. I'm hearing such a different perspective mm-hmm. of a grand, a grandparent's perspective mm-hmm. than what you hear mm-hmm. out there. What I hear mostly is, well, I need to teach them. Mm-hmm. I need to show them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't know what they're mm-hmm. doing. I just appreciate so much mm-hmm. how you're approaching this. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is great for yeah. people to hear. Again, Thank you, Jenny. just back to the, you know, and I find myself just be a, a ringing bell in the back of my mind. Jenny, you have two choices right now. The second, you can comment on that Mm. or you can walk into the other room and pour milk or, you know. And it helped that I did not comment on that for the value of the relationship. And that's something that Terry and I, we just just share that, you know, what is the action that contributes towards the value of the relationship? Mm. And so, you know, that having that as the banner and the filter really helps self-control and it really helps the choices that we make. I wanted to mention a grant my uh, yes this is my grandmother's phrase. <laughs> and it is <laughs> Jenny, we don't want to make mountains out of molehills. <laughs> and so I get it whoever's listening, you might google that and find out what that really means, but it's spilt milk, you know. And so and I know I'm not trying to, triv- it's not trivia that we're talking about. There are moments that mean a lot to us that we have to reconsider how we approach them. But again, is the moment going to be continual? Is it something that's going to stay in my mind? Or is it just a moment and I can take the mature role and offer the grace and just go to the next page? Sometimes I hear parents talking about or some common conflicts that I sometimes hear are maybe the child has a schedule, set routine, a schedule, a nighttime, a bedtime schedule, and there seems to be some conflict with the grandparents over the schedule. Maybe they're just not lining up with mm-hmm. their schedule, mm-hmm. or maybe the holidays aren't mm-hmm. lining up. Can you speak into that as far as grace and humility? Yeah, really mm-hmm. on both sides, <laughs> yeah. you know, and ways to approach that. Terry and I were surprised by some of the practices that our children incorporated in their newborns and into those early ages, you know, and we would, co- Terry and I would come home and talk about it, <laughs> you know, and, and we did. We, we said to ourselves, to, to one another, it is our job to adjust. They have mm-hmm. enough pressure in their lives of becoming new parents to not introduce more pressure to them from the grandparent side. And so, again, it was don't walk in the room when the baby's sleeping when I'm dying to peek in and just take a picture. (laughs) I would resist that knowing that I was honoring what they asked me to do. Mm. And so it is an honor factor I wasn't perfect in it, <laughs> but, you know, I was imperfect in growing into that. But that was, a, a, you know, it's the things that, again, our backgrounds and how we were raised and our experiences 
versus their backgrounds and how they were raised and their experiences. They're new parents. Don't, don't remember how I parented a newborn back in the day when they were born, you know, so they're new parents. Mm-hmm. And our role is to encourage them and support them in any way that we can. To me, that that's an element of building up the relationship and encouraging mm-hmm. them to not criticize and be in that mode. And respect them. Mm-hmm. And I do want to add, it's not healthy to stuff things inside of ourselves, period, then, every individual. We, we think about, you know, background trauma and those kinds of things that we've just been stuffing and stuffing. Take your frustrations home and talk to the granddaddy about it. Amen. And, and do impart to him what you're having difficulty with. That is your audience not your daughter and her husband or your son and his wife. Use one another That's to right. bounce things off of and to relieve some of your puzzles and uh, mm-hmm. and frustrations. Mm-hmm. I'm not a grandparent yet, but I can definitely imagine the feeling you might feel if mm-hmm. you maybe your suggestions or your ways of doing things were differently or if you you know you let you allowed your feelings to be mm-hmm. hurt in that moment. Mm-hmm. So having a safe place to bring them Prayer, mm-hmm. prayer is always giving mm-hmm. those feelings to God in that moment, and absolutely, and Him mm-hmm. help you see the situation differently. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe bring bring in that grace, re- mm-hmm. reorder your perception mm-hmm. of that time, mm-hmm. and then so that you can give grace to that mm-hmm. daughter or daughter in law mm-hmm. or son son in law, mm-hmm. whatever it was mm-hmm. that happened. Yeah, you know, when we're all together, I think one of the things that Terry and I too have gotten better about is just. And and we all understand this. When a crowd comes into a home, setting the tone, setting Mm. the tone, you know, and just trying to do those deep breaths before they all get there because we know it's going to be hectic and noisy Mm -hmm. and all the elements that come with that. And just inside of ourselves, the approach of, you know, flexibility and, you know, going with the flow and that kind of thing is important, I think, to just set that tone before Mm -hmm. everyone arrives. Well, there's so much that's been said. I, I'm thinking I want to go listen to this a few times because I am a grandparent <laughs> and I have three little girls and a little boy on the way. So uh, this is great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, I do want to read a couple of scriptures because yes, thinking it, about this and praying about it, I thought, what is the purpose? Well, and I love what you've said, supportive, you know, being a listener, just, mm-hmm. you know, not adding more stress mm-hmm. on them because mm-hmm. they're already, I mean, it's it's hard being a parent. But some of the scriptures I found, Deuteronomy 6.2, Fear the Lord your God, you and your son and your son's sons, by keeping all his statutes and his commandments, which I command you, all the days of your life, and that your days may be life. Deuteronomy 4, 9. Teach them God's commandments to your children and your children's children. Mm -hmm. And that's us as Mm -hmm. grandparents, you know, to teach it. It's Mm -hmm. a a legacy, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. that we pass on the Mm -hmm. truths Mm -hmm. and, and just you know, glorify God and tell our children's children's what God has done. Mm-hmm. What an honor. Mm-hmm. And you started that mm-hmm. at, you know, mm-hmm. this whole thing, saying that it's such an honor and mm-hmm. a privilege. Mm-hmm. What would you tell the uh, moms of younger children now or the grandparents, words of encouragement? I would probably just encourage everyone, whether you're a grandparent or not, but one of the elements in Terry and I's lives that we look back on that has been constant and a provision by God on purpose is a mentor in our lives. Mm -hmm. I would encourage 
Mm. If you're parenting young children to have a mentor in your life that you talk with regularly, not just when there's a crisis erupting or it's gotten so bad that I'm just steaming off now, but just a continual encouragement and a place to be safe with that individual as a mentor. And one of the things that I'll just add this, Terry says, yeah, and be careful it's not, what did he say? Uh, you want a Timothy and a Paul, not two Timothys. <laughs> so, so, so that's, that's not that absolute. Means. Say what that well, means. Well, it's helpful to talk with um, like mother, yes, but to continue to not receive counsel from somebody who's been there, done that, which is what a, a, a mentor is. They've lived it, and they have the maturity be, to be able to offer you some perspective and understanding. And so having a mentor to sit down with, to talk with throughout your parenting days, I think, because, and grandparenting days. I have several other grandmothers I sit down with, and we just we talk about things. I just think that's a very... It's been one of the blessings God has bestowed in our lives, even though we didn't reach out for it, God put them in our lives mm. or whoever it was. And and that's one of our looking backs is we're so thankful for the mentors he put in our mm. lives during all those different stages. Hey, that's great. I'm going to wrap it up just a little bit with the question that we received. And I think I hear you're saying the best response for the mom whose grandmother who's disciplining the child, the best response is to not say anything in that moment, mm -hmm. but then go to her later mm -hmm. and say, can we communicate about this? Can we talk about this? Unless it's hurting themselves or others. I mean, we're going we're gonna to say, you can't jump off the back of that couch. You know, we're going to say that at that moment. Mm -hmm. And so, but unless it's something, again, safety involved or, or harm involved, something like that, you know, mm -hmm. we can certainly feel welcome in our own home to do that. But yes, if it's something kind of ongoing and something that you feel like would be a good thing to lay on top of the table and talk about it, yes, at okay. a time other than that moment. Let's hang there for a minute too, though. What would be your response to the mom then? Let's say the mom in that situation observing that, although it's a perfectly wonderful mm -hmm. thing to mm -hmm. instruct the child mm -hmm. because you're afraid they're going to hurt yourself, if the mom is coming to that with the perspective um, and, and feels a little hurt mm -hmm. because she, in that moment, felt like she was overstepped because maybe she has doubts about her par own parenting skills mm -hmm. in that mm -hmm. moment and she's mm -hmm. feeling like, oh, mm -hmm. was I a deficient parent at that mm -hmm. time? Mm -hmm. How could that be talked mm -hmm. about and worked mm -hmm. out later? Would you encourage her to come with... Um, feel safe and to be mm -hmm. honest about that and communicate yeah. um, and you, work that through? Yes, I mean, absolutely. If if you are compelled, that's what the word we use mm -hmm. inside of us, it's a sense of compulsion that is still on your mind, it's still in your heart, it's still hanging mm -hmm. there. Perhaps I need to just sit down with her and us... I invite her to coffee. And so the positive atmosphere, again, the the calm way approaching it is is definitely the more uh, conducive to the relationship. What we say in the moment, sometimes we regret. Mm. And so, and it is also modeled in front of the grandchild. And that's something I'm just so cautious of is modeling, as you well know, in behaviors is one of the deepest impressions. What are they seeing modeled? And yes. so if they see their parents modeling self-control and not going off on one another, even though they feel like it, and you know, that's what they see as the norm. 
is to practice that self-control and save it for another time when it can be a calm conversation. Well, Lord, thank you so much for this time. Once again, we're just humbled and just so thankful for everything that's been said. And I know personally, I've just learned so much today. So thank you again. And it's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. Check out our Instagram at the mind of a child pod, or you can email us at the mind of a child podcast at gmail.com.